the 3SH Honour Board. With Noel Watson chatting to local football legends and players. Part of Football Preview. Heard every Saturday morning, 8.30 on 3SH during the season. Honour Board time. And a guy that I don't know whether he'd remember, but I was about 19 and he was about 17. We played in the same side. Kevin Storer, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Noel. Good morning, listeners. How are you, mate? Good. Yeah, going fantastic, thank you, Noel. Good on you, mate. Do you remember back Mansfield? I do, I do. It's, uh, I was just um, thinking about the other day when uh, you spoke about playing at Mansfield. Uh, one thing we noticed, the grounds were a bit different uh, back then. No, <laughs> even the lush, the lush, even uh, playing surfaces that we do now. Uh, that is absolutely true. And the other good thing is, mate, at that stage we all had hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, most of us did. Most of us did anyway. Speaking of speaking of Mansfield, I know we're going to reminisce just very, very quickly, but, mate, if you talk about Mansfield, you've got to be talking about the Purcells and the Lovicks and the and the rest of it. But I tell you, a guy that I remember really is Bruce McCormick. Geez, he could play, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Bruce McCormick was, uh, was a legend uh, around Mansfield, right through the juniors and uh, up through the senior. And he played nowhere else. Uh, yeah. Most people that played in Mansfield were, were one club people. They lived on the farm, most of them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there was no other clubs around from the go-to. He was a he was a legend and still is a legend in the high country with his yeah. uh, with his horses. Horses, yeah, absolutely fantastic. Kevin, uh, take us back. I know that we just spoken about Mansfield, but uh, over four hundred senior games. Just just slowly walk us through some of it, and uh, I'll give our listeners a bit of insight as we go through. So you started at Mansfield. Yeah, I was born and bred up in the high country in Mansfield. Uh, we were born up in the hills, actually. Well, I was uh, a big family. There was nine kids, sort of thing, and. We didn't have the opportunity to uh, to play junior footy, actually. It, uh, we were too far out of town, and um, we just didn't get the opportunity. So my introduction to, to footy was uh, one one season in the thirds at Mansfield before I um, progressed into into the seniors, and that was uh, I was only 17 when I was fortunate enough to, to, to break into the seniors, yeah. Mate, breaking, you're breaking yeah. big time. I, I can tell you that. I can tell our listeners that because in one year, and I've not heard of this anywhere else, and I'm sure our listeners might set me straight, the following year, at the tender age of 18, you became a senior football coach. Yeah, I got, I got transferred uh, in my job with, uh, it was in the PMG, which is uh, now Australia <laughs> Post. I got, uh, I got transferred to a little place called Violet Town mm. um, on the highway between Seymour and Wangaratta. And when I arrived there, um, I remember I just uh, I just got my car license sort of thing and I was allowed to, <laughs> allowed to, go, into, allowed to go into pubs and have a drink. And uh, the first thing I got approached was, uh, are you able to coach the local footy side? We haven't got a, uh, we haven't got a senior coach. So that was certainly uh, thrust onto me, but um, it was something that uh, it was a great learning curve for me. It, uh, it made me uh, mature and grow up pretty quick, actually. Yeah, senior coach at age 18, Violet Town for two or three years, and then moved along to Benalla. Now, the Benalla League, was that, did Benalla play in that district league? or what? Yeah, no, but Benalla, Benalla, no, Benalla were in the uh, Ovens of Murray. They're in the then. Ovens of Murray. To, to they were in the Ovens of Murray. That was a pretty powerful league. The yeah. Ovens of Murray and the Goulburn Valley and the Ballarat League were, were you know, deemed to be the three strongest around the country at um, at that stage in the in the late uh, late 70s sort of thing. So, yeah, I spent a couple of years... Um, Working in Benalla, and I had uh, had two seasons up in the, up in Yamna Murray with uh, 
Um, and that was, you know, had some great sides with the Wangarello Rovers and the Wangarello Yorbury sides. Levington yeah. just come into the, um, the Murray's then and they had a great big new facility out at Levington, which was, uh, you know, built on the poking machine sort of yep. thing. But they had great facilities out there, yeah. State of the art, actually. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then another, speaking of um, moving around, I, I remember working with your sister Gwenda because I also moved around a little bit then. But you did take a move. You got over then to, uh, where'd you go, Euroa? Yeah, I went to I went down to um, a great friend of mine, Mick Stolo. Was uh, Mick Stolo had a few games for South Melbourne. He actually was appointed coach at um, Euro. He's a friend of mine, and uh, he talked me into going down to playing for Euro. So I played, uh, you know, for a, most of my games uh, at Euro in the in the Golden Valley, um, you know, from about nineteen eighty to about nineteen eighty six before I. Uh, Made the big move to Tim Kinder to take up a, a coaching role in '87. Was that with a move, Kev, for uh, for Australia Post? Sorry? Was was the Tim Kinder move? No, actually, yeah, no, I actually took leave from Australia Post. Um, uh-huh. I tried to get a transfer job. I, I took leave, and, and, that, and that's the main reason why I only spent one year at Tim Kinder. I um, took yep. leave, and I couldn't get a transfer. I couldn't find uh, settled employment. Uh-huh. So unfortunately, after after the footy season, I had to. Um, either resigned from Australia Post or returned back to the original job. So I had to leave, unfortunately, leave Swan Hill and, and Tim Tinder and go back to my uh, my previous, empl- uh, previous yep. employer, Australia Post, yeah. And back to Euroa. Yeah. Yeah, back to Euroa, and that's uh, probably, um, you know, it's probably the greatest era of my uh, um, footy life. I was fortunate enough to, um, to coach and tour premiership in uh, 1990, um, which was uh, something I will remember forever at the, I think it's still the only premiership Euro was won in the last 50 years sort of thing. And wow. it's um, something which uh, I cherish and the, and the whole town, the whole township cherish, yeah. Kev, just position-wise again for our listeners, because it's not like you're six foot three or anything, what position did you play? Because I know, and I've got it here in front of me, you represented the Golden Valley League 12 times in interleague, including captaining the side, so... Uh, I mean, there's some terrific players. I remember, you know, Desi Campbell and Trevor Eddy from a long time ago that were showed how good the GV was. But what position did you play? Yeah, I, I mainly played on the ball, on the ball. And look, I I wasn't I wasn't a great player by any stretch of imagination. I was a I was a bit of a battler sort of thing. And uh, but I I just had a fierce determination not to be beaten. And I think that got me through through my footy career rather than uh, any any natural talent that I had sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, representing the, the, uh, the Golden Valley was uh, was uh, was great at the time. People took, uh, players, you know, took some pride in representing yeah. their, their yeah. club back then. I mean, I'm not saying they don't now sort of thing, but it doesn't seem to be the same um, prestige as representing a club now as it did, you know, 15, 20, 30 years ago. And just again for our yeah. listeners, those that um, don't understand that the the Golden Valley League, you know, they were ch- state champions. I think early to mid eighties. Kevin, was it? Yeah, it was back in back in them days when we used to the, like one, nowadays we just play uh, one off interleague yeah. games. Back then you would like a round robin. If you won your first one, you would play the next game, and you'd have play three games. Correct. Uh, with the eventual winner. Uh, and then in 1984, we actually the country champions, which was uh, Golden Valley, played the Metropolitan Champions, which yes. were the amateur league, and that we uh, played off for a state championship in 1984, which uh, which the Golden Valley were, were fortunate enough to win. We're um, yeah. speaking with Kevin Store, of course. Uh, for those that uh, perhaps haven't caught up, it just uh, almost the the most decorated player in the Golden Valley Footy League, because three time runner up in the Golden Valley Footy League Best and Fairest, which is the Morrison Medal, five time Best and Fairest for Euroa. 
like member of the Golden Footy, uh, Golden, uh, Golden Valley Footy League. But the one to me is the member of the Golden Valley Football League team of the century. Congratulations, Kev. That must have been a really big night, big honour for you and everybody else who was inducted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a that was a great uh, accolade, and um, you know, I'm very humbled to, to to be part of that side. There were some uh, there were some great players in that in that side, and as I said, over the years, uh, the Golden Valley had a history of being a very uh, a very strong and powerful league sort of thing. So uh, yeah. you know, I was fortunate to to, to, to get a guarantee in that, and um, you know, I'm very proud of it. Kev, back to Mansfield for a couple of years, uh, helping out over there. And then at the ripe old age of about 90, you coached Ken Gupner. How old were you when you coached Ken Gupner, Kev? Come on, be honest. <laughs> actually, actually, that was uh, that come about. I had uh, two brothers, Pat and Brendan. They played yes. a fair bit of country football. And uh, uh, they were playing around the air at the same time. So I was conned into coaching Ken Gupner and them two <laughs> playing just to finish our Finish our career uh, in the same side sort of thing. Uh, actually, we took I took him to the grand final, but we got beaten. We got beaten that year. But um, yeah, I was just trying to squeeze every last bit of football uh, football out of my body before I yeah. actually give it away. Actually, remember yeah. the, remember your brothers. Uh, they were a bit like you, a bit like uh, yeah. 100% at it. Mate, um, obviously over here, yeah, you pulled the pin as, as far as a player is concerned, but just on the way through, Golden Valley Football League Hall of Famer and life member. But uh, when you finished over footy over here, because I think you won a flag with ultimate twos as you went out, but um, yeah, took on yeah. umpiring too, which is great. You, you reckon I was 90 when I played from Kingapna? I'm up 99. <laughs> I, I went out and uh, had a year out that ultimately just to squeeze the last little bit of footy out of me. And uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to play in the twos out that. Uh, Ultimate, I'm not quite sure. It might have been about 95 or 96 out there. Yep. Uh, a young Flourish was coaching the seconds. And, um, yeah, we won a flag. So uh, I went out Great um, fun. with all left in my body. Yeah. Beauty. Yeah. Hey, Kev, just uh, last couple of minutes here. Uh, obviously, a member of the Golden Valley Football League investigation panel for the previous five years. That would be interesting considering a case story that I knew being on an investigation <laughs> panel. Sure. Yeah, actually, we are... Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a five-member five, uh, panel and we're fairly anonymous sort of thing. We may look at incidents that aren't reported on the yeah. day or yeah. clubs clubs after during the week want a incident looked at. And as you're aware, with most, with most um, footy, footy games being live-streamed or yeah. video recorded now, we go back and rely on any uh, evidence yeah. we can get or nah, we've got so to investigate it. Too true. Yeah. Kev, uh, I know, yeah. like me... Uh, you just love the involvement of people, and it's all about the people. Hence, I'm talking to you and you know about eighty or ninety others we've done over the years. But it is just all yeah. about the people, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It really is. And you know, quite often I get asked, you know, who's the best player you've played with or played against, or who's the best coach. But I'm always reluctant though to speak about that. I'm more more inclined to talk about the best club person I've seen and yeah. the best you know volunteer around the club because without them sort of people, and you know. You've got to be careful moment people because you're going to miss one someone. But people like Russell Coburn around Tin Tinder or, you know, Tony Bloom Sr. over at um, Swan Hill, Jeff yeah. Manick up at Earl uh, Reynolds. Every time you go past the footy shed, their car, their youth there, they're doing something, they're washing, they're stuffing, they're vacuum, they're painting, they're cleaning up. They're, yeah. And they're the sort of people I think go unnoticed. Uh, no, yeah. I reckon they should be given more reckon, recognition than, uh, yeah. than what they're actually giving you. you you know, you go to honour boards and you see coaches and best and fairest. Yeah. Not quite often we don't see enough of yeah. the best, uh, you know, club personality or the best volunteer or the best club person. Which, without without them, footy clubs wouldn't operate. 
I know when yeah. you go for a, a bit of a cruise back over the GV, you, you don't miss the footy. You have a listen. You make sure you're up to speed with it, don't you? Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's amazing. I always tune in. And uh, and to be honest, uh, the, the coverage that um, you people give to the, to the local footy here is fantastic, without a doubt. I really And even sitting in the car watching it, that, that the calling is so accurate and it's so informing. And you know, congratulations to your team, Noel. <laughs> really, it's, uh, it's, 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 a credit, it's a credit to country footy. It's a credit to yourself. And your panel, uh, you know, the, the, the job you do covering the, covering the local footy. Have a listen to that. Kevin Story, he's got all the accolades in the world, as I said, almost the most decorated player in the Golden Valley, and he's talking about the bloke on the gate. Congratulations, Kev. Uh, great to hear from you. Terrific. I know we'll catch up with the footy. And uh, if you do get back over home, you say uh, good day to uh, Tommy Thorburn and the boys over that way. But don't catch up with Parrot, all right? I think he's a problem. <laughs> I'm over there at Easter, Mark Mansfield, probably your hour at Easter on first through the gate. Good luck, Kevy. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for the chat, Noel. Good on you. There we are, Kevin Storer on the honour board. What a champion player and a great bloke too.